We were talking about getting late. You, you remember the pardon? The first time you, you had sex? I don't with remember with, when I was four. I can't remember when I was four. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember anything at with four? A girl, he said. Oh, uh, my uncle don't count. I was going to say, have you apologized to him? No, my tio uh. still don't come around. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, Jay, we're here today. We're back. We're back. Month hiatus. Yeah, you know we've been rolling you, them out though. Y- you guys been traveling. Yeah, Papa's we've been still traveling. a Rolling Stone. I've been gone. You've been gone. Everyone. Jose, though, you know, we know where the fuck he's been unless we take his ass somewhere. Hiding. Jose. Yes, sir. Jose Anote. So, uh, so Thomas has proper fucked you twice. The first podcast is audio only. Three what? Maybe it won't be three times. Maybe I got faith times. in my man today. Oh, you th- you think third time's a charm? I mean, you didn't say the SDs were acting up, so we might mm. be good. Mm. How the hell you been? Dude, been doing well. Yep, I can't complain. That's it. You know, above ground, living, Dude, living you, life. You know we live larger than that shit. Wow. I don't know above Too damn wild. Ground. Too damn wild, really. La Vida Loca. Yep. The only way. George Brush, huh? George Brush. <laughs> Best shit you ever seen. <laughs> it's pretty great. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> well, between that last podcast that we had with him and now, we've, we've hung out in between then. Yeah, we yeah. all went on a little trip. Yeah, so, well, yeah. So a little background because <coughs> I'm not sure how how many people have listened to the one that there's no video. Seven. No, yeah, I don't not know. very I'd many. I have to look it over. One of them. Do we know? Can you look it up? Yes, Tim. Um, Standing. So, by. so to fill people in on a little background. So Jay Jose um, comes to interview at AAC a long time ago, and I I think I mean the story I tell, which is probably a lie. Was that it was first Jose's first job? Like he he was stocking the shelves at the local grocery store. Piggly no, Wiggly, close. No. I was stocking girls that live by locally, but we can <laughs> we can say green beans if you want. <laughs> <laughs> at Piggly Wiggly, <laughs> how you know my street name, boy? <laughs> so yeah, he comes there, and Jose fit in really well with me and Ethan and Eric Burt, engineers, all the people that were a good time. And uh, but Jose worked in the back um, w- with a huge douchebag that ran that. They were they were not fun. We were fun. Two thousand eight hundred. Two thousand eight hundred. All right. So those people now get the treat of seeing your pretty face. I'm five thousand of those, but <laughs> I'm proud of your work. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's when we met. How, when was that? What year was that? Nineteen ninety three. Yep. Ninety three. Ninety three. So we've been kicking it since then. Yeah. Stayed homies. Yep. I appreciate you not testifying against me in that Remington trial. That was solid. Yeah. No. Hey, <laughs> look out for you, cuz. My man. <laughs> My man. Um, yeah. So we're still killing it. Yep. What do you do now? Fuck everything. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. Sorry, Leslie. Fuck. Period. Everything. Oh, uh, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. Hmm. <laughs> Um, okay, so other than that, what do you, what do you do yeah, for you a career do everything here? For who? Career, so you know, working at BPI, doing my thing there. Um, so that's Bagara. Bagara CBA. Yep. Oh, you know, helping the customers, being the people's choice. Yeah. Um, hunting, fishing, man. Hunting, fishing. Hunting and fishing. It's not a bad life. Oh, no. not the worst. No. Mm-mm. 
A little bit of trap in here and there, but (laughs) (laughs) bootleg cigarettes. So uh, you came, what was that, October, November? You came to Africa, brought you to Africa with uh, all the homies at work, the engineers, Jay, Thomas, everybody. Yes, you did. So how about that, man? Man. So so your homebody ass, the first time you had ever flown on a plane, BPI sent you to Spain to teach them how to Cerakote. Because I think you're like the first Cerakote in the industry. You started doing it for us at AAC back when they were brand new. Back when no instructions, period. Like a sack of paint that they sent us and was like, try this. Hell, we tried it, but we figured it out. Jose killed it. Jose killed it. I mean, not only was he a company favorite personality, but yeah, nailed that Cerakote. Was on top of shit. So you go to, to BPI. After uh, Remington stuck their weenie in uh, AAC. Yep. <laughs> and so you start doing Cerakote there. And and then so they send you to Spain. This is your, your redneck ass, your first flight in your life is to the homeland. Dude, cra- craziest thing about it, too. This was a Sunday. I talked talk to the guy that's going to send me. He goes, <clears throat> you know, you, you He's a businessman, so he flies all the time. There's not a lot of people that don't. He goes, do you mind going over there, teaching our sister company how to Cerakote? I'm like, eh, I'm old <laughs> enough. Let me get on a You're plane. Like, how long is that boat ride? <laughs> I, well, I didn't even know they were in Spain. I'm like, ah, Texas is probably great. Assuming, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I'm going to go. Yeah, I always wanted to see Texas. I like cactuses. <laughs> and he's like, all right, cool. Well, I'll get you, bring your passport in. I go passport and i go bro mexico took texas back yeah like (laughs) my people i thought this was like tennessee maybe virginia texas he's like no it's in spain i was like like europe he's like yeah 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 i said i don't have a passport i go okay i'm not going to sweat it we'll get shit figured out no problem when do I need to leave? Because in my head, I'm like, shit, I got like eight months to sweat this and get it figured out. He's like, Friday. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't have a passport. Can't get it done. I tell my dad, you know, I'm like, they want me to go out of the country and fly. He, you know, he's a traveler. So he's like, oh, it's about time. Yeah, he crossed the border, right? Three times. Hey, that boy's a shark, boy. Have people, <laughs> that boy's a shark. Just having to have people with him every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Coyote. Buicks with yeah. damn heavy yeah. trunks. Poyero. The hardest boots in the game. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, all right, whatever. Deep down, I'm like, I will never get a passport. Your dad goes, won't happen that quick. That bitch showed up two days later, and I'm like, fuck. So I have to go because they wrote like some. Oh, you got it expedited. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, shit, here we go. Dude, it was cool. I liked everything about it. It was pretty sweet, you know. Flopped over and went, but um, I love Spain. I don't like so Paris. Much. Those people are mean to Americans. Yeah, they're assholes. Yeah, well, wait. But I, to that, like, I I went to school in Spain, you know, and then so one summer I spent in Paris, and they're horrible. But the city's cool. But what I learned was, um, my mother came over, and I took her on like a tour of all these chateaus, like these castles, and. Paris, it's like any place in the world, which I found, just like Africa when we were. When Once you get out of the city where all the assholes are, like country people everywhere in the world are fucking awesome. Yeah. And the French country people, like all around, I mean, just everywhere else. So humble, humble were, ass they people. They were great, and they were yeah. helpful, and they were grateful for the tourism, and yeah, but anyway, well, yeah, you, Paris, you're right. You assholes. said the castle thing, so you just said, first time traveling, you go to Spain. 
You told us a story in Africa about oh, oh, this castle. Dude, freak me out. It, it was kind of like this, you know, winding down. From I, I feel like everybody has this friend like Jose. Like <laughs> Jose tells us this morning, shows us on his phone. Hey, look, one year ago today, yeah. we did the podcast weird. that there's just audio of. And it's like everything with Jose, there's always some weird coincidence. Yeah. And so you go to Spain. What happens? So, you know, I go to Spain. We're done with our tasks. Get the get the guys squared away. We're Test. Y- yeah, Saracoten. Oh. You know, like <laughs> all the heart STDs, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, work's done. Got three days to kill. And um, they're like, hey, we want to take you to a, you know, a special place. Good little restaurant. It was the craziest thing. The whole restaurant God, in this town. Food, food is so good in Spain. Ooh. If you like fish, yeah. but I like fish and women, and, yeah. and they're also good there. The, everybody's nice. Yeah, yeah. Spanish people are cool. Yeah, it's, it's so. Yeah, they're so. It's so close to Paris, and yet everybody. It, so but different. it's so different mm. within you know that small Spanish distance. people are awesome. Even back in the nineties, when I was in school over there, everybody hated Americans. Spanish, they loved Americans. They do. Mm, it's a good yeah, time. dude, it was the most welcoming place. I could yeah. first experience great. Except Delta, fuck you, losing my bags for six months. But Tell whatever. Me about shit it. When I got to Africa this time. They lost my guns for two days. Fuck them. Yeah, Delta. No eat, shit. Eat a dick. Yeah. Shout out Delta. So, yeah. yeah. So so What's uh, like? Red, <laughs> Red and I had to stay in PE for two days, just like at the beach, getting drunk. Physical education. Ooh, wait, gross. Wait I thought that was terrible. Mm-hmm. Does Red well, Red know how to swim? Mm-mm. I didn't think so. But um, it it was cool. I mean, that would have been awesome had I not been there wanting to hunt. Yeah, there's. If you're on that mindset to hunt, yeah. that's what you want to do. Sorry, I'd no. Tell me about your. Us. Tell me about your castle. Oh, so we. They're like, we're going to take you to this place. Super cool. So we pull up. We're riding. You know, had a few little drinks. That's Spanish and, way. Yeah, dude. That, that culture is all about, dude. Good times, man. Yeah, they're super nice. Awesome. awesome. I, I live there. Yeah, me too. Mm. And I like Georgia, a lot. But yeah, I would, I mean, they're redneck. They're <laughs> I'm actually rednexican, but I mean, I guess you could word it how you want. Right. <laughs> He's not even Mexican. Bro, his did dad, he just call me his dad? <laughs> I think his parents bought him or something. Did they, he just call me SPF 50? <laughs> I, I, I think they traded weed for him or something when he was little. I don't know. He, Maybe he, I was in the trunk of the Buick coming across yeah, the border. He is actually like the whitest person I know. Bro, I'm like, t- I, I, whatever. It's just because I come here in the winter. Give me like three okay. weeks. I'll be Enrique Iglesias glazed. Mm. Whoa. Glazed? En- Enrique Iglesias? <laughs> <laughs> Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> Dude, so we go to this damn place, and I'm looking at street signs. I've had like four or five little of their beers there, and I'm like, man, it's such a pretty place. I look up at a street sign. I'm like, hmm, Ornate. I said, hey, that's, you know, that's my last name. That's crazy. They're like, this is what this town is called, Onate, or Onyate. Let me be proper. Mm. Like, weird. So we walk into this cool little restaurant. It is a castle, big as hell, and it has little archery windows. And they were like, um, you know, the, the, what do you call it? The founder, like the, the guy that runs the damn town, governor, <laughs> whatever you call it back then. And, um, <laughs> I think they call them busters. Yeah, busters. <laughs> oh, haters. The hater that ran the town. <laughs> so apparently he fought off like a whole nother damn village or country with a fucking bow and arrow, and they had muskets, and he shot out these little doo-doo ass windows. But he's a man. I mean, he's like Tim Wells. That's a Georgia thing, doo-doo ass. <laughs> doo-doo ass. <laughs> that means bullshit. 
and I walk in, and there's this picture of this dude. They're like, I was like, hey, who is this cat? She's like, he's the one that saved the town. This is his town. I said, well, that's my fucking name on that thing. It's his name was Jose Onate. <laughs> Hey, street cred, <laughs> bro. Hard. Yeah. yeah. Do you have? Do you show them your ID or anything? Well, I go. That's my name, and you know the girl's like, "Yeah, right." I'm like, "No, I know I'm right." You know. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Show I me an ID." I was adopted and given this yeah. name. I know it. But he looked. He, he had like a fire ass mustache. Yeah, I can grow face hair, but dude looked like the the king on the ace on the king card. You know. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "No, for real." And she was like, <gasps> "Ran to the kitchen, your boy ate." The best fucking squid you've ever seen. Like, I had people coming out with squid. I'm like, can you hit that squid with a mallet before I eat it? It was like sea walking across my plate. <laughs> For real. Dragging, I'm like, dragging a rag yeah, behind it. Yeah. Throwing up gang signs. You know what I mean? Dude, super crazy. Sat out there. They just started handing me shit. And my big fat ass is like, I'm home. <laughs> These are my people. Yeah. Thank you for the castle. I've returned. Super weird, though, man. So, Literally. So you just go over there uh, for Bagara yep. to teach him how to Cerakote. And and so the leadership there wants to take you to a nice there and take you to a castle. And it's my castle, actually. <laughs> it's your castle. Yeah. Jose Onate. Jose Onate's. Yeah. So if any fans want to send mail, I'll give you the address to my castle and you can yeah, just yeah. kick just stuff over it. there. Yeah. yeah. Send you some bourbon over there. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, they don't do bourbon over there. It's so that's sad. Why, that's why I need to send it over. Yeah. Import. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy okay so well, after that he became a world traveler basically yeah, yeah. So, so you fly over there then your very next flight i flew you up here for the uh, audio podcast yep and then your next flight was you go to africa with us yep like you hit me up on like a fucking tuesday you're like you want to go to africa you remember you told me yeah i want to take you sometime i was like yeah i'll go you know how people have that conversation like sure well you did and it was like yeah we're leaving in three weeks and I was like, how do you not go, you know? So I made it happen. But, yeah, we went, definitely. It transpired pretty quick for a trip of that size. It was like a last-minute thing. It was like a last-minute thing, though, because Ethan had to go do some testing stuff for the government. Oh, is that what happened? So yeah, because Ethan, Ethan go, was going to so come with us. open slot. Yeah. yeah. And Jose he was like, filled a slot. Immediately, you're like, let's call Jose. So, so what do you think? How'd it go? How was that flight? Mm. It was long, but we got lucky, right? Dude, on the way there, yeah. We had rows to ourselves so we could lay down and sleep. And Reg- regardless of the babies that were freaking the fuck. Remember that dude that freaked out at the baby? He goes, shut that thing the fuck up. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do nothing. But then I was so delusional and tired. He was talking to some babies like, shut it the fuck up. <laughs> oh, like, Jay, so calm brilliant. down. And Jay's up here. It ain't even Jay yelling. I thought he was just fucking with me. It was bad. We were like 12 hours into it. Like this baby had not stopped. And somebody had had enough. That yeah. guy had enough. Dude, yeah. I mean, I had enough, but I'm not yeah. going to, you know, I'm not going to beat the shit out of a baby <laughs> no. over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, those days are behind me, you know? <laughs> I was probably that way till I had kids. I was that asshole. Yeah. Once you have kids, you're just like, I get it, man. I'm sorry. No, man. This baby had breath for days. Yeah. I was like, I was e- either it's going to stop or pass away in a minute. Right. You know, <laughs> it, it just didn't do either. It had lungs, huh? Next yeah. Michael Phelps. Dude. It didn't do either of those things. It just oh. kept going. On and fucking on. That's so sad. I just feel so bad. That flight, it. though, like, 
I must I have mean, been up in first class. Yeah. We pretty much were first class for low class. Yeah. Like, we were, yeah. I mean, w- people are walking in, me and Jay are like, oh, no. Yeah. And they're, and that lady, the stewardess is actually like, I see all y'all looking like all weird, wait, nobody's back here. Stretch out. Yeah, but we didn't believe her. Yeah, I was like, nah. Because people would come up, I'm like, oh, she's sitting, tricking us. sitting with me. Fuck. Yeah. And then finally, they, they're like, yeah, the cabin's closed, whatever, like. What? That's it. And then she was super cool because she was a little country lady. Yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. Jay thought she was thick, though. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Y'all's age, that means, like, she hot. In a good way. Thick. Yeah, thick in a good thick. way. But it was, it, it was kind of jacked up because, like, we all had rows to ourselves, and then Nick was up... <laughs> Packed in a row. He's. I think he was like in the middle of, of some people. Oh, too. Big Nick was yeah. being sandwiched. Huh? Yeah. Oh, Saint Nick. Yeah. Oh, Saint Nick. <laughs> did he? Uh, did he move back and like spread out? No, I think Tommy actually offered. Someone offered him. Either Tommy or Drew offered him like, "Hey, I'll switch out with you or whatever." Shit. And he's like, "No, I'm well, good." Well, Thomas could sit in the ashtray. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yo, I ca- I saw him playing chess on the flight on the thing. <laughs> Bro, he was yeah, playing chess on the thing, <laughs> and I was looking at it, and I'm like, "Oh, he's doing pretty good." And then it says the opponent, and it says like the like the level that they're at, and it said five year old. And he won, and I was like, "Man, I bet you feel great." Did he get up and like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> well, he did. He like looked back at me. He's like, "I won." And I was like, "Yeah, I bet you feel great right now." <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> I mean, what else do you do? That shit's long as hell. I don't know. You do some. It weird was crazy. Shit. Yeah. Gets, yeah. It I is. mean, we would. Like, I laid down. You have to have your mask on the whole time. So, like, I took my sweatshirt off and laid down, took my mask off and covered my face with it. Yep. And then you'd turn, like, you spin around or whatever. And at one point, I spin around. And my head's by the window. And I can see back behind me. And he's right behind me. And we're just looking at each other. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, through I'm, the crack. Yeah, I'm like, I'm turning around. I'm like, <laughs> Jose's the king of, like, awkward <laughs> stares and I, shit. I see his face. I'm like, are you asleep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I would reach up and be like, <laughs> this boy was snoring, no man. <laughs> yeah, so are you. Like, <laughs> I was so tired. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> but realistically, for for being that flight, for for what that flight could be, it was great. Yeah, the flight Hell back yeah. not the same, but no flight there was good. Yep. All right, so yeah, that's so yeah. I've, I've had a twenty three hour flight before, but <laughs> that so 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 this. I mean, it's long, but sixteen. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, can do it. Oh, that's, yeah. You, you, mm. Well, when we flew there too, you were already in Mozambique mm. uh, with Rad, doing what we just had a podcast about. Sweat my ass off. Yeah, and so w- none of us had heard from you in a few days. So yeah. we all got there. Yeah, it's so Africa. Stuff is spotty. Right, <laughs> like but so we're all thinking like, I wonder. At the at the point we're like, well, he's got to be close to being done. We're like, man, he probably just didn't shoot anything, and he didn't want to tell us. But then as soon as we landed uh, in Port Elizabeth, Andrew and Seppi were there. And they're like, Andrew's like, Kevin just shot a huge lion. <laughs> it was cool. Oh, oh no. Yeah. We stayed at that place first. We stayed oh, in Joburg. Yeah, the place where the water cuts off at 10 yeah, they're like, without telling nobody. Stay the, y'all stay at Africa Sky, the guest house? No, it was attached to the, ho- the, airport. the airport. Oh, the hotel. Like the street. awning covered us the whole way it was right there yeah it's a hilton or something yeah we showed up and it took them like an hour to check us in yeah it's like everywhere in africa it's their first day every day at the gym they have no idea what to do like someone would check in and they it's like the first time they've ever done it and then they go by and then i walk up and they're like oh what are you doing yeah you would think we were not like and here goes 10 people while we're like Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, a strange weird. thing in Africa. Everyone there, it's their first day every day. But by the time we got to our room, they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, the water cuts off in about an hour." So we're like, "Yeah, 
Like none of us had showered. Like no, yeah. I know they're, they're on all uh, cut. Yeah, I mean the country's fucked up in a bunch of ways in infrastructure. So they shut down power and water and everything like randomly. There, there's some schedule, but it's always changing. Yeah. Dude, and we went in eight. We had an hour. Then we went in eight. Like, that's right. the first time I ever brushed my teeth with Sprite. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was like. Yeah, we all brought our toothbrushes yeah. to the to dinner with yeah. us, basically. And none of my shit charged because they, dude, every yeah, they plug in South down. Africa is different. <laughs> Here, there. I'm going to bring a fucking generator next time in my backpack, I guess. It, it's ghetto. Thomas saved did. me. Well, at, a, at 100% is not different. <laughs> it's all the same. Dude, no. I, I had a charger that said south africa i stuck it in this shit and it like <laughs> melted well amazon fuck you wish.com yeah <laughs> well we basically he hooked you up once we put those two uh sawzall batteries together and some wire and got yeah we, macgyver you yeah. know yeah he got flagged because we had the sawzall batteries <laughs> thought we were rigging up the plane oh you know what happened this time they uh no shit i don't think i told this on the one before maybe i did uh, when I was over there this time, so Crusader got contacted because I've been over there like five times in a year, and I'm bringing in. So now, the uh, South African government has officially adopted, which means they certified it as a legit caliber for hunting, eight six blackout. Oh, really? They did it while I was over there because you've so, been there so much with it. Yeah, um, they didn't know, but here's how it happened: they contacted Crusader, and they thought that I was a rhino poacher. Because I'd come so many times. And so they actually did an investigation while I was there if I was poaching rhino and taking horns back to America. Turns wow. out you were, but they didn't catch you. And I, yeah. was, I was like, where would I hide the horn? Yeah. Like, well, and, and I hear Andrew on the phone. He's like, he's a rich American. He doesn't poach rhino. You know, like, how does this even? We don't have rhino here. Yeah, how I was going to say, where are the rhinos? But, I didn't see any. Hey, I know why there ain't none. (laughs) (laughs) But but then, so he's like irritated. He's like, it's no big deal. Got it settled. You know, they're all kind of laid back that area of South Africa. And I was then, but I was like, you know, Andrew, should I be poaching rhino? Like, yeah. How much are these horns? (laughs) Yeah. If I'm getting blamed (laughs) for it, like if if I'm risking going to a South African prison, how much can I get for some rhino horns? (laughs) Yeah. But then you find out it's actually like the ticket seriously. Good for them. And and that's why like, um, you know, when they partner with McDonald's safaris in Mozambique, you know, they have wild rhino there. And when they see one with horns, they try the helicopter in, they dart it, they cut the horns off. So they're not poached. Right. But it is the, what they said is it's the most expensive per gram thing in the world. Damn. So like, it's just cocaine, cocaine right? uranium. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's like fingernails. Yeah. Like you can cut it off with a pocket. Man, knife. Well, why is it and so expensive? Because the fucking idiot Chinese <laughs> buy it and grind it up and put it in their coffee and tea or tea, whatever the yeah, fuck they drink. Gives them boners. To, to give old dudes boners. It's like, man, that, you can get pills for it's like the same thing we were doing we were over there. Cents. Dude, that's weird because everybody's like, it's an aphrodisiac. I'm like, how do you strap that horn on? <laughs> <laughs> e- <laughs> easy, man. Have you seen it? It's shaped just like And it that. is curved up. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so so that was weird. So I was investigating South Africa because I go weird. so much and I yeah. take like a unique caliber that's not come. And so they naturally assume that I'm poaching rhinos. Yeah. Well, well, well now that it's over, mean? that's kind of cool though. Yeah. yeah. I cool. mean, oh boy, I'm on a list. <laughs> um, we since we're in Africa now. Um, when we talked about it with the whole group, we kind of you asked how everyone felt about the whole trip and all that, and I touched on a little bit. But when we first got there. I mean, we spent probably the first 
I mean, the first full day and a half traveling. But once we were there, we went out one day. Tommy and I went with uh, Nick and Mitch. And it was great. It was a successful day. It was a good hunt or whatever. And I remember laying in bed thinking like, because I hear you tell the stories all the time. I'm like, man, like I, my life hasn't changed yet. Like I'm wait, I'm like not disappointed, but I'm like, when is my life? Like whatever. you were painting this picture right. from the info you had. And then there was a day. I don't know if it was. the. It must have been the next day. We went out. Tommy and I went out with you. And it was you, us, and John. Yep. And that. Forsyth. Yeah. And that day was the best day. That was the craziest day of my life. What happened? Yeah. Official. Well, because I'm still in Mozambique at this point, or I'm, no. I'm traveling well, back. No, you had just gotten back. Because I came in and flexed on you after that hunt. Remember, like, guess what? You boy. So it was, <laughs> it was like, it was a couple days in, but it was the day before all the, the night before all the engineers shot their kudu. Because he shot a kudu. And then. Less than 24 hours later, three more got shot. Okay, so tell me about this day. You guys go out. Dude, so. You got your boy Jay with you. Jay, Thomas, we're all there, we're all going out. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and John Forsyth is the PH? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm he is like. Of who our, I'm trying to think of who our, our tracker was. It wasn't Maboot yet. We had, we had to go get one. We didn't have one, right? It was Maboot, yeah. Yeah, it was then. Yeah. I don't know. Him. Actually, no, it's not. I have a photo. I'll pull it up. But tell the story. Um, So we're. You know, John is like, that morning we went out, he called it, nailed it. He's like, this is where we'll be tonight. It's going to do this, this, and that. Okay, so you're, you're a place on the property and yeah, he calls that. Yeah, he calls it. He goes, this. we're watching. He goes, I see him. We're going to come back this evening. Oh, what is, he, he you're was, after a kudu. Yeah, I was, you know, pretty much when you're kudu hunting, you have to dedicate your day to kind of like, I'm yeah. going kudu hunting, unless you just get lucky. But yeah. Um, so we get back, we go, got the guys with us, everybody's set up, we're chilling. And Well, um, hold on, before all of this, earlier in the day, you shot a, a wildebeest, black wildebeest, uh, a cocker of a black wildebeest too. And, oh yeah. So that was the whole oh, thing, I is like about the that. day before, so this was a couple of days in because all the right, day you guys got to organize this, I'm like, I got you, I got you. So, I jumped ahead. Right, so you guys start out this morning. In the morning, yeah. So yeah. the day before we link up with Jose, we were with Nick and Mitch or whatever, and Nick had shot a, a black wildebeest up top, way up top. Yeah, yeah. And it was a nightmare. He shot it. The pack covered him up because you were with us. Yeah, I was with you. And yeah. it ran by us. Right. It it runs by <laughs> us. Bro, and then, like, and then we I look know, for it. Fuck off. We look so for, for like for five miles. Yeah. And if it ain't bleeding bad, they're black. Yeah, we couldn't really find it. And it. the herd covers it up to yeah. protect it. So we're looking. We can't see anything that's injured. And it straight up ran five miles and finally died way at the bottom of this thing. So we go get it, whatever. But it was it ended up being a successful day, but it was frustrating because we shot this thing and it we chased after it for four hours. And so the next day we go, we had John. We had to get a tracker. It was Whitey. Yeah, uh, Whitey, my I just, man. I just yeah, oh yeah. So we had Whitey. Whitey's my homie. So we yeah, went he, up. He, top. He's my full time tracker now when I'm there because <laughs> he speaks English. He's a good time. He laughs. Tells jokes. He loves fucking with Rad, which makes me so happy. Yeah. And he can drive. Yeah. So works yeah. Out. So we uh, we grabbed Whitey and we went before we did anything. We went up top. And, and to let everyone know, we don't give him these names. Like, yeah, not at is, all. This that is, is his, his name. Yeah, that his name is straight up Whitey. Gave him. Yeah. But we can ask Jay who his man is. What's his name? Simpiwe. That's <laughs> the dog. That's, that's, that's the dog. The, he's the move. Right he is the move. Yeah, he and Desmond Whitey. <laughs> yeah. There's four or five of them that are fucking awesome. So we started off the day. We were sitting on a cliff, and we are looking down, and there were a bunch of baboons yelling at us, and John was pissed, so he's like, we're going up top. And we went up top, and he 
we just by chance he was like because the day before you had shot at a a blue wildebeest and missed him and it floated up it was i'd never seen a round get floated by wind i've seen a i've seen wind push around it was because of that sage yeah that's right he didn't have he was allergic to that sage i can't hunt around sage i got that one video where we we had like 30 mile an hour winds right i'm in a basin on a cliff and i shoot with six five at uh uh, folly, yeah, like five fifty, and same thing. That's exactly Shoot right what over happened the top here. of them. I, I had to, you know, like once it left, I low. knew I was like, "What is this?" It looked like a cartoon bullet. I was like, "Yeah," because you could see. Tra- I mean, it's a daylight. It's a bright light daylight. We were laid down in some grass and some sage that he's allergic to, and uh, <laughs> we, it was ticks. it was fine. I mean, it w- there wasn't any crazy elevation change or whatever. But there's wind ripping over this hill towards us. And yeah. it was coming out, and it, you could see it in the trace. It floated the round, like it, right over its back. It was like some Matrix, their wanted shit or something. I was like, man, for real? But so that next day, we go out in the morning. We go up top, and John sees a bunch of black wildebeest up top. And he's like, I'll pull up here, and we'll get out, and we'll go walk. There's like a little cliff, like just a berm almost, and that we'll look down. And we walk out, and we see them, and they're pretty close. They were like 220, 230. And... Um, Cause they had that burnt shit where the something caught on fire. Remember? Yeah, that? they did like a controlled burn earlier. So there was like a berm of it that was yeah. Two twenties close for those because the right. the black wildebeest and the blessed buck man. When you get within six hundred yards of them, they fuck off. Yeah. Our our saving grace was the hill was so steep. I mean, we yeah. crawled and yeah. then yeah. looked down. Yeah, you get an elevated position. Yeah, and they they hung out for a little bit, um, just enough time for him to get set up, and he got set up. He had six five. And we kind of wait around, wait around. And I was sitting there. I'm like, man, like, you got to shoot it. And his bolt handle wasn't down on the fix. It was up a little bit. So he goes to shoot and it goes click. I didn't slam it down like a man. And he, I mean, he adjusted and he put a round in. And they could start, you see him start shifting around. They're going to move. But that one was standing broadside and he hit it and it just dropped right where it stood. Like, it could not have been a better shot. It could not have been a better outcome. Just That's dropped awesome. the rest of them crews. And we ended up going down, took a photo and everything. And like, it was just, it was such a perfect, easy, we didn't have to like sweat for it. We didn't, it wasn't, everything went right. Accessible by road around the, you know, that's the big thing. Pulled Jesus. the truck up. Yeah. So it went, it, it just went oh. right. And so that started the morning off. Everyone's yeah, so in what, high spirits. Uh, people don't understand. So this isn't the, ma- so the Eastern Cape of South Africa is very mountainous. Like, legit fucking mountains yeah real like, like new hampshire white mountain mountains and yeah so if there's places you don't shoot an animal yeah because you you can't get to it and it doesn't even seem plausible for a lot of people but yeah there are places there you cannot get to it to yeah. retrieve an animal so and you, you can get and there. you can get down there but you're <laughs> never going to get back especially up. with that something big right like a no wildebeest way. and yeah he no, shot you, unless you take like 20 people with you and cut right. it up or something yeah, so I mean that started the morning. I mean, because there are mountains you can't walk down there. Right, like it's just too steep. It's but those dudes will drive a truck. I'm like, I'll <laughs> get out. Hey, I'll get out. Like I'll meet you at the bottom, dude. The <laughs> day before <laughs> when we were with Guy, uh, was you not terrified? I'm like, well, I was flying the drone, so I wasn't really paying attention. And this is a different day, but it's the day before. But I I might have told the story on the the big one, but we're driving toward where mitch and nick are because mitch is shooting a, a golden wildebeest and we were on one of these mountains that we're talking about 
driving parallel, so we're parallel in this mountain, and the whole truck starts sliding down the side. Because it had rained. Right. Yep. Yeah. Whole truck starts sliding down the side. And at first, guy's just like, oh, we're sliding. And we're like, whatever. And it's right side drive. So Jose's on the downside. Like, <laughs> oh, heavy look, set, chilling, looking, on. looking down the mountain. <laughs> and uh, you can see him start moving around a little bit. And I'm flying the drone, so I'm not really paying attention. The guy's like, yeah, yeah, we're sliding. And uh, I like, look, I can't really see anything. And then guy starts kind of like yelling. He's like, we're sliding, we're sliding. Like, I can't do anything, we're sliding. And we're sliding, we're going forward, but sliding sideways down the mountain. Yeah, and Jose is like, Jose's like, I'll get out if you want. Yeah, like, he's like, no, we need like, to wait. Guy's like, do not get out. Because <laughs> I was balancing the weight and of the truck. Also, yeah, on the other <laughs> side and also, so. if you had hopped out, the truck's just going to slide into you and crush you. It would have been better. I was nervous as shit, yeah. man. That was scary. Because I looked, I finally looked up <laughs> and looked down out the window. I was like, oh, no, because it's just as far as you can to go abyss it was like I, we couldn't see the bottom yeah. I mean, to me it's like part of the fun it's not it was it's it not was. america there's not guardrails everywhere like shit can go wrong yeah yeah because like, that like, happened to us right there everything ended up being good and then later that day when everyone was in the truck that was the same day that guy lost his brakes as we're going down a hill and just <laughs> chilling he's like oh, i got no Crusader's brakes Crusader's not gonna love this part of this <laughs> no, podcast no. This no. was this this was off the clock, Crusader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this, we were testing for the next guest to come. Yeah. All right. So so you shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Black wildebeest. Then how's this the greatest saver? You make a good yeah, shot so of an animal. That great. It's cool. super good, super high high energy. Everyone's stoked. And then we went to where Jose was talking about. We went around to the other side of the of basically the property. Pretty much, we went on Andrew's cousin's land, and um, we scouted for a while. None of us can see anything. And John's picking. He's like, yeah, there's seven right there. There's four right there. I know. Right. Now, after 1,200 hours in the bush, I see 5% of yeah, what they see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much an expert. And we had we had to drop Whitey off because I think you and Rad picked him up. And we had a... They um, stole our tracker. Yeah. We well, we ended up having <laughs> not a tracker. Presidente. <laughs> yeah. Valid. We ended up having just a, a farmhand, like a guy that helps around the, the property. But it's still, you know, those dudes, even if they just work fences and all that stuff, so when there's a lot of people there, they'll pull some of the staff. But, you know, they're pretty much born there, live right. there, and they work on the property all the time. So even though they're not trackers, like their entire lives are working on that farm and seeing all these animals. Right. So they sh- see shit with their eyes oh, man. that you don't see with 10-power binoculars. There. We're sitting Dude, there looking into the sun. Even the guys that aren't the trackers, right. they, they see a hundred times Yeah, so we had this, we had this young farmhand with us, yeah. and we're sitting there looking into the sun. We all got binoculars that we're looking through, and I'm, I look up, he's in the back of the truck, and he's just pointing and pointing or whatever. I'm like, how is he seeing these things? Dude, I know. And then we realized we had your Swarovski range-finding binoculars. I'm like... Tommy's like, give him these. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, hey, here you go. And then he starts seeing everything. Yeah. And that's yeah, when it's amazing if you're. I mean, how much time it takes for you to be there, right? To start spotting all the animals. Because even with magnification and binoculars, once you get onto them, the only thing you're seeing is maybe the glint off their horns mm-hmm. or their face, their ass, just enough that you go, oh, that's not a tree. Yeah. But and then and you and then you have an animal that is the same color as the brush. Yeah. Right. And, and they like read the outline. Yeah. And I'm like, man. And, you know, I went in thinking I was a damn hunting son of a gun. Dude, these guys, hum- I mean, they teach you a lot, yeah. especially for I, here. I mean, I, I have been so many times, and I spend so much time there, and I've shot so many animals there, and I still feel like I know nothing. Yeah. I mean, but, you, you know, it is. It's like in the morning, like you like to go out early because it's it's like the angle of the sun, the kudu horns will shine. Right, just a little And you glint. can see them. 
But the other time, it's like looking under the bush and you're looking for just a, in the shadow, just a little something irregular. And, and so I'm just, this last hunt, I'm just starting to see things a little more than just some American that goes over there and hunts. Like I can find, yeah. like, like now I'm pretty confident. Like I can, uh, you know, I could take someone over there and pH them and they could have a good hunt. But yeah. it's still like 1% of what Rad or John or, um, you know, uh, Whitey or Desmond, what they right. see. Yeah, I mean, not but to scratch, so many my, animals not to scratch my own ass, but by like the third day, I started seeing <laughs> stuff. Ugh, I started. Well, <laughs> hey, on the third day, Jay's talking about hitting yeah, the roof. I'm, you know how they hit the roof? And I'll, uh, yeah, I'm I like, bullshit, you don't see nothing, man. And then, the, and then whoever's driving will get their binoculars. I'm like, man, yeah, good one. Yeah, it's right there, whatever. So I started keying in, but again, only seeing half of If they weren't driving, they would have seen it. But um, but so we go to this, this area, and it's down by a dam. And John was explaining to us, like, in the daytime, they're going to be up in the mountains. And at night, they'll come down into the valleys. They'll feed. And then early morning, they'll go back they go up. Back up, yeah. Right. It's, so it's he's kudu. Right. So he's like, you got to get them in the morning or the afternoon. Yeah, they're actually very predictable in that sense. So if you're right. if you're in a good valley or somewhere where there's kudu, there's some good strategies for that right. based on the, their behavior. Yeah. yeah. So he, he basically sits there, and he's smoking a cigarette, leaning against the truck. And he's like, all right. They're going to come right down this pass, and he's like, and they're going to come into this valley. They're going to do it about this time today. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so we'll go back. We'll, we're not going to push it hard. We'll go back. We'll eat lunch. We'll take a nap, and we'll come back out and be ready for them. And so we're like, okay. That's maturity, and that's a good point. Hey, honestly, yeah. when he said that, I was like, nah. Yeah. I wouldn't feel. I'm like, yeah. but Shame on me. Right before we had done that, before we leave, he and I were standing by. They're all glassing. We're fucking off not <laughs> not paying attention i know half preparing the time I stopped preparing for the battle i'm like if we got two trackers there or two phs and a tracker like me glassing is so fucking yeah useless. yeah what am i gonna yeah. do yeah i'm looking at shit you've already seen yeah. but so he looks on the ground and he's like hey look at that it's a monkey skull he found this monkey skull on the ground oh, that's cool. it looked like a golf ball from what ways yeah. away and he went and picked it up and it had its teeth and everything he's like look a monkey skull and i was like that's good luck yeah so he it rode with us in the truck we go back, have you lunch. Back? You have it. Our, oh, I oh. Well, we'll see if you actually have no, it. No, I took a picture of this last time. I set it up. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Um, so we put it in the truck, and it was like our little mascot. We were joking about it. Came back, had lunch, took a nap, got out, and we start, We went out and doing what we wanted to do. So we end up going through like a little – to get there, it was cool. We saw a bunch of like locals. Like you see like women walking with stuff on their head and stuff like that. It was crazy. Yeah, all right. Um, but we went out. We parked the truck like a quarter mile from where we were going to go. We walked down this road and we just sat at the bottom of this valley. You guys were, were there in Babion's river, like near Andrew's house. Or you guys were in the cow. We were, uh, no, we were, we we're on the, the main property. The we yeah, exactly. And so we were, uh, by his cousin's land. We were right on the border of Andrew's land and his yeah, cousin. It's, it's like my redneck friend, Chad, everyone in that valley is his cousin. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so the we're, cousin with the runway. Right. The yeah. Every road there says Pringle, Pringle, Pringle. I'm, like, yes. I'm Pringle ready to mingle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we set, we walked down there and we set up and we're just sitting there. It's me and my butt are the farmhand with us. Tommy's to the right of me. And then John and Jose are in front of us. And so it was just, everything it was like the epitome of africa like the lighting was amazing it was like the most 
we're at the bottom of Valley. We're not even at the top looking I down. I mean, there is not a place there that is not the most beautiful no, place no. in the world. It's it was crazy. insane. Like, yeah. the lights coming in. We're sitting in the, kind of some tall grass and just waiting. And um, It's called long grass in Africa. Right, the long grass. I call it sneeze grass because yeah. your boy had allergies. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> and <laughs> there certainly was death in the long grass, and it was Jose. Um, but so we're sitting His there. His sinuses and, took a pounding, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And we weren't there too long, but everything happened exactly the way John said it. Like, we're glass and glass and glass, and finally he goes, hey, right there. And there's three big bulls coming down, the same pass that he's talking about. And so it took Jose a little bit to get on him because they're moving. I'm not good. Everything's motion. You know, that scope is – I backed it out, but it's – Well, you, you were using um, – Swaro. Um, you were using Ivanka's uh, – uh, her her fix yeah. that you yeah, painted yeah. the handguard and stuff. Yep, yep. So oh yeah, so a Z eight that's like uh, three to twenty eight or something. Dude, that thing was so nice. Like I was oh. I was looking at animals. I'm like, why does he have eight ticks on his side at eight hundred <laughs> yards? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but your field of view. Th- yeah. That's the thing with hunting, you know, because I'm a superpower horse. So like, I'm not the best shooter in the world. So I want all the magnification I can get. But when when you're on animals, like not static targets. The field of view is important. Very. You make the perfect shot. The animal's going to run most of the time. And to make a follow-up, because there it's different than like Nick or Mitch who are from the Midwest and you shoot a deer and it runs 100 yards just like you walk over there. Right. But a hundred yards in the eastern Cape of South Africa, Dude, you could can it, mean that's the difference between bringing six an animal hours, or not. Yeah. six hours of recovery, right, yeah. right? Or not bringing it home, yeah, yeah. And so, so, so the field of view is important for that almost the most important thing out there. I think yeah. so. I would argue in that, that glass clarity too, because because it's the afternoon and we're starting to lose light. Yeah, getting low light, and so fast we're walking. So your boy hooked you up with a good optic. Yeah, hell yeah. So we're watching him or whatever, and John's kind of, he's getting, he's like, hey, you know, he's right there, he's right there, find this, and then go right of it. And, like, that's how all the good, I mean, probably any good pH in the world will do it, find a landmark, and then walk you over. Um, and so usually yeah. it's the big the big bush there or the, the, or the three by themselves. Yeah, know, exactly, like, yeah. yeah. Hey, the wide open part and the three kudu, it's those ones. Um, but so he finally gets on them, and we're all sitting there, and, where we were to the base of the mountain basically was like 300 yards. And then there another 250, almost three up. Actually, that was by the time he shot. So they were over 600 when we saw them. They start walking I mean, that's in. a fucking poke on an yeah. animal, man. Yes. So like, like it, it ain't hard to go to the range. I mean, teach you to shoot 600. But right. And they pr- and they probably were coming down closer, but we didn't have light left. You right. have well, you, to pick you don't have fast. light, and you don't know the path. They could get behind bush. You, right. you don't know. And and when you're prone, or you're having to sit up, or you make a shot off sticks, and it's it's a live animal. Yeah. And you know and you could moving. tell he was uncomfortable. The position you were in, he was uncomfortable. Yeah, I had a boulder under my. You know, right. It's never the fully comfortable when that never happens you don't oh you not, never take it, a traditional no. or a conventional shooting position so, ever i had I a mean, stick up my ass a fucking it, boulder as in my much side as, trying to figure as it out as much as i hunt and shoot over there maybe 10 percent of the shots or basic easy everything right. else is offhand yeah. it's sitting up it's yeah. off sticks it's you're on your head upside yeah. down yeah oh the, the <laughs> heartburn great, a, a great video thomas <laughs> that we got that hopefully um you'll get together when i from a rock clip, I shot the kudu that had one and a half horns. That shooting position was so unbelievably uncomfortable. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this. But fortunately, he, like, slept behind a 
tree for three hours. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> I, I just had to convince myself over time, like, here it is. Like, yeah. take a deep breath. Because you got to sit horrible. in that position, too, for, like, yeah. 15, 20 minutes, whatever, and you're dying. And then you got to pull off I know, a good it shot. Seems yeah, like so I know. pussy, but it is so hard. Yeah, dude, so, it's, it's not easy. So no. they end up walking in, and he finally gets onto them, and they're coming down the mountain, and so God, I love kudu. It's so cool. And so there's three, well, two monster bulls and one super old one, like a tall bull, but not body wise, not super big, but old and scraggly, yeah. similar to Mitch's. Mitch's was an old, worn bull, um, and so. John's basically like, hey, we got 10 minutes of light left. Like, we need to make this happen. So, and the PHs, they want to see that stuff get hit, too. So, like. John, John they, was amped. Yeah, they want us to be, they want us to be successful as well. So, um, to no discredit to John, he was actually pretty upset with himself about it. But he tells Jose, shoot the one on the right or whatever. Shoot the one on the right. And so, everyone's getting set up. We're waiting. Um, we're all tracking it and everything. We're watching. Jose's taking three days to do what should take about he's being modest this shit was seconds. like <laughs> christmas had came yeah <laughs> so and but i'm like man you gotta shoot it you gotta shoot it you gotta shoot because it. it's it was moving slow but it would stop and Wait, by the you don't want to put a bad shot on a f- no fucking train up there yeah a bad shot no. is me losing 80 pounds of tracking <laughs> to get it yeah a fucking buick <laughs> through the woods of africa yeah you know? dude no, for real i, I mean Fuck. yeah i mean kudu is great because they're big so it's 700 pounds like a mature right. bull um, so you have a big target, but you know, a big target, like the, a lot of know, blood, the, the vital zone <laughs> is here, but you know, like you're using talk, a bullet that's this big, yeah. but a 12 inch circle at five, 600 meters right. and something is moving On and then elevation. Also, yeah, elevation. And then also it can, co- sometimes it looks broadside, but it's quartering. Right. And it, even if it's, it's slightly easy. quartered. Everything's different. Everything is your different. exit. Yeah, you're you worrying about, about where the exit. Yep, yeah, the exit. Right. And you then, don't care where you hit it. And then a problem, not a problem, but a, a thing that we discovered that we talked about in that group podcast is that there could be no wind where you're at, no wind where at the target, but in between you don't know what's going on. So he gets set up and very similar to the beginning of the morning, didn't have his bolt handle down. In fact, there was we watched the footage that we had at the end of the day. What is with you in this bolt handle situation? Arthritis. Yeah. So it just wasn't, it looked like it was down, but it wasn't all the way down. So he finally gets on it and click. And I had seen <laughs> this happen to him before. So I'm kind of, I've got this problem and with hollering. With my gun, it's probably a prototype and shit. Anyway. Well, so I'm going, hey, hey, I'm like, slow down, slow down, slow down. Because I know he's he wants to make it happen for all of us, for him, for all of us. I'm like, yeah, slow down. It's not moving. Like, just chill out. Slow down. I'm about right behind him. And so he composes himself, gets it, and he's and he's like, I lost him. Take that so, deep breath. So he finds him again. Dial back down to three and a half. Yeah, yeah. back it on out. Quick count ticks. So he gets back <laughs> on him. They're still in the same spot. And they're like in a line. And he shoots, and he just misses left of it. And I call it out. I go, left. You missed left. And so they kind of scurry a little bit. They mix up. And they only run 20 yards and stop again. That's the cool thing about shooting with a silencer. You had a silencer? Yeah. Uh, no. no, he didn't. No, oh, no he didn't. Time. But, we're, but we're 560 yards away. Oh, yeah, that's far. So by the time it gets there, they hear it. But then what is that? And so as they mix up, John goes, hey, hey, hold on. He's like, don't shoot that one. There's one that's on the right now. He's like, it's a bigger bull. Shoot that one. Like so just yeah, they just kind of they just kind of mixed up and moved and he's like oh like actually there's a bigger one and um so he composed himself whatever puts a round out hits it 
and it starts hoofing. Yeah. And so we're going, oh no. <laughs> and uh, like, and what so is I mean, six five, sixteen inch. That's almost six hundred yards. That's a poke. That is a yeah. stretch, like man. That, that five to six hundreds where that bullet performs. Beyond that, stops yeah. performing out of sixteen. Inch. So it starts moving, and they you end put up a good shot on them. Right. So they end up getting up, and John's like, "We're gonna get up and we're gonna wrap around, and we'll go." And I'm sitting there thinking, as they get up, they're just repositioning. They're they're gonna walk down farther into the valley. Yeah, and if you got a shot on him, he's hurt. He's sore. Right. He's not gonna. Remember, he had that little. Remember that. There was like there was a property fence. They refer to them as being sick. I'm like, did I hit him? He's sick. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Do I, I have mean, to walk ten miles or he's yeah, sick? Exactly. Like, yeah. So, so property, he put it. So, so there's a little cattle fence, right? And it's probably. Which I mean, it cool was it's waist high. I mean, us. Kudu can step over those. But yeah. Oh gosh, it was no bigger than this table. Sick, yeah. And they, they did. They, they don't do it. Well, so as they're wrapping around, I'm there with my butt, and we're watching. And I was like, man, I hope they can get back on him. And I know John can find him. Yeah. But um, but because they all start moving, I'm like, man, I know we put a shot on it. I saw it impact, but we had spent three days prior seeing animals get plugged in what is for sure the and, vitals and, and run just, back to Georgia. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're tough. Animals there are tough. Yeah. So I mean, they want whitetail are very elusive, but they're okay with dying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a weird thing to say or think about, but. You shoot enough animals, and there are animals that do not want to die. Yeah, yeah. they just warthog. Like I mean, wildebeest shooting Africa. Dude. Yeah, they are tough. Yeah. yeah. So they they wrap around and they go, and we're sitting there, and I'm watching. And, a, and watching. an animal with a herd or other animals wants to keep up. Like if that'd been a lone bull and you had shot him, probably would have gone fifty yards, sat down. Yeah. Not so, when he's with others. So they they go and they end up they're ripping, and I'm tracking them the whole time. And the two of them, like you said, step over this fence. It's waist high on us. Yeah. And it's literally just a property marker. They step over this fence and the other one goes to, but you can tell he's jacked up and he leans against it for a second. And he's like, I don't know if I can do it. And it, it was enough time for him to stop and kind of turn around for a second. And they had gotten set up. He hits him another time and it's a good one. And he, the thing flips over, not flips over, but he turns around and he decides I'm going over this fence and he steps over it real jacked up. And uh, keeps going. And then he goes behind a bush and I can't see him. And I hear a third shot go out. And I think that third shot was a miss. I think he just wanted to follow up with it because it only has two holes in it. Why not? Right. Why not? Seal the deal. We had learned out there. (laughs) Shoot shoot it till it's... Yeah. yeah. So I think the third shot was a miss. But And I don't see it come out of this bush. Like I saw it go in. I don't see it come out. And we sit there for a little bit. And I look at my butt. I'm like, you want to go up there? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So we walk over. And... uh, as, as we're meeting them, the book goes to them, and John's walking towards me. I was like, I saw it go. Like, I know it went in that bush, and it didn't come out. And I saw two hits on it. Like, dude, sure. even John was shaking. Yeah. As bad as I, I'm like, right. this guy's, like, I'm like. He's so I mean, game. that's the cool thing about hunting and guys that are PHs. Like, that's a lifestyle, a choice. Yeah. You know, that's not, like, a career. Like, oh, I couldn't get into university and yeah. become a doctor, so I'll just be a PH. Right. You do that job because you love it. I mean, yeah. it's. Like, to me, like, I fucking shoot kudu every day. Those hunts, every time, I'm nervous as shit. It's it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's it's why people fall in love with it. The day it gets boring, the day I quit. Any yeah, hunting, I mean, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. Well, so. Uh, every hunt is just awesome. Yeah. So, we go down there, and John's kind of, like, prancing out. Because we're losing late. And he knows it's hit. He knows it's down. He's like, well, at least we're going to. We know it's down. And so, he's jogging out. 
and he's like, I, we got to get the truck because we parked like a quarter mile, half mile down from where we are. Well, you got to have a tracker that can drive. I know. Why do you shout out? <laughs> so, uh, that's the high I see now. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you yeah, got yeah. license? Uh, well, so, <laughs> Papa gets a big piece of chicken. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get Whitey because he can drive. So yeah. when I'm there, we got a tracker that can drive. Miho gets a rolled ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So John and I Jose go out. Anote. <laughs> we go get the truck. And as we're walking, Andrew's cousin pulls up. And we start talking to him. He's like, hey. We shot this just by the way. It was on Andrew's land when it got shot. It hopped the fence and died on your land. Like, we just want to know how to tag it or whatever. They figured that out. It was a family, family feud or something. I don't know. No, no feud. But so we're talking and I'm looking and we're losing light. And I can see the truck. It's a quarter mile away at least. And so they get talking. And they're like, oh, yeah, it was great. It was a fun time. And he goes, all right, see you later. And puts it in reback and takes off. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, thanks for the ride to the truck. Like, okay. he's, like yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, you're losing light. You better hurry up. See you. <laughs> and he, I'm like, thanks for the ride, dude. I was like, he went home to eat dinner and was like, yeah. So John and I like run to the truck because it's getting dark. We come back, we pick them up, and we now have to drive into this valley base. Hope we can remember where it is. Granted, the trackers are perfect at that. Yeah. They're so yeah. good. They go, yeah, yeah it's they're better than truck. Google Maps. It's insane. So we go up there, and it's starting to get dark, and we realize that thing is 300 yards straight up, dude. I mean. And, and you're probably at six thousand feet elevation. And bolt, yeah. like ankle rolling boulders. Yeah, I mean not. I kicked was one nice out. About it. I almost took you out. I kicked one on out. <laughs> I stepped on one and it kicked out, and it's tumbling down the mountain. I'm like, hey, watch out! Yeah, if I wasn't so powerful, it would have hit me. You know, I grabbed it and moved it, but yeah, <laughs> dude, it was it was bad. So it was it was perfect because we all got up there, and uh, my butt finds it, and it was in that it was in that bush, and it was laying under. It looked like a wave. It was laying under it, dead, facing us. And we all get up there and we're standing there and Jose is coming up and he's slow. We were standing up there for a good 15, 20 minutes before <laughs> Jose got up there. Honestly, yeah. halfway up this mountain, I'm like, damn this kudu, I don't even care. I got a doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> so we go up and we're standing there and he's so close. I've been there. He gets so close and he's got his hands on this rock. And we're like And we're hey, shouting at him. We're like, we're like, you could do it, man. Yeah. And you Jay, can do it. And Jay's like, it's big as hell. God, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. And ten minutes later he hears my response. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, It's it's so big. And Jose's like, Me too. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was Dude, so yeah, it was hard. He's got his hands right there. And all he has to do is take two more steps and he's right on it. And we're like, dude, just stand up here. Because we're all standing there looking at it. And he gets up and he goes, that, that, that deer's big as shit. <laughs>